0: welcome to the house of cinema podcast i am your host joe aragon with me as always well lately as always clara curtis and in the house today we're delivering on another promise we are today going to be discussing studio ghibli movies and doing something a little different uh me clara and i decided instead of ranking our top fives which i don't know would that have been hard for you clara
1: it would have been, first of all, really hard, but also we would have had a lot of the same top five.
0: <laughs> yes, and that's where things kind of changed. We 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 were talking, like, I mean, honestly, we have the same movie taste, mm-hmm. and a lot of these are really good. Almost, like, I feel like three of these movies are in everybody's top five or seven or ten. Yeah. So, like, uh, let's not rank the top five. So instead, we're going to be doing... The Studio Ghibli Hall of Fame. And instead we'll go through every single Studio Ghibli movie and mm-hmm. and ask the question Does this belong in the top 10 Hall of Fame of Studio Ghibli? And at the very end, we'll see what ones we have and then maybe decide an order at that point. There are twenty-three, twenty yeah, twenty-three Studio Ghibli movies I have here. Claire and I have officially watched all of them. So we're very knowledgeable. We're fresh off a Studio Ghibli binge. So this should be fairly interesting. I I think that we're going to have very close to what we, you know, the same 10. I don't know how you feel.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think they'll be really similar. (laughs) I I hope so. I think there's only a couple
0: you and I kind of differ on. And not like big differ either. I think there's only like one or two that I really love and that you like like, but don't love and then vice versa. So we should come to an agreement sort of when we get to the final 10 of the Hall of Fame. I Um, think so too. Before we jump into it, I always love to know your history, your experience. When was the genesis of Clara and Studio Ghibli? When did this all start?
1: Mm. I was really young. I want to say I was in like maybe third grade and yeah, something like that. I was really little and my mom picked up spirited away on DVD at Costco. Oh. <laughs> and cause she just, she saw the cover. I think she like my mom saw like an animated cover and was just like, Oh, my kids love movies. Like let's get them something new. Cause like they're watching the same stuff over and over again. Cause uh-huh. I was one of those kids. And, My sisters and I became obsessed with Spirited Away. And so then my mom got us Castle in the Sky and we loved that one. And then eventually we got Howl's. So we like definitely like, I mean, we grew up on Disney, but a lot of the time I would say we were much more like Spirited Away kids in a way. Mm. Because like my, if you ask my mom about Spirited Away, she always is like, ugh. I've seen that movie too many times. Like, that stupid movie. <laughs> she just... Because my mom is just not the biggest, like, film fan in general. But so I think it was a little jarring for her to see us transition like that. But, like, fair, yeah, fair. I love Ghibli. Um, I'm looking at my, like, wall in front of, like, my setup right now. And I have one, two, three, four, five Studio Ghibli posters up on my wall.
0: Oh, wow. Which which five?
1: Um. Okay. So I have Castle in the Sky. Okay. And then I have four that came in like a set. Um and they're the Japanese posters for Kiki's Delivery Service, mm-hmm. Howl's Moving Castle, mm-hmm. Ponyo. And then there's one that's like a Japanese Studio Ghibli poster so it has like all the all different the characters. characters. Yeah, got so that it, one's pretty cool it. too.
0: Very cool. So, I have uh, a yeah. zero posters on my wall, not so <laughs> any, so but <laughs> i do love ghibli as well my yes. start with this whole franchise is relatively very late in life i would say mm. i did not grow up on these uh, my parents did not buy me these instead they just made me watch balto 30 times oh,
1: but that was such a good movie
0: that was really good really that one's good. a good
1: movie i yeah. like balto kevin
0: bacon was balto i didn't know that no that
1: was. he wasn't really yeah
0: i swear <gasps> yeah
1: oh i my saw God. it recently he
0: posted a tiktok and it was like he posted it was like a trend going on in tiktok where people celebrities would post all the characters they've ever played and so he posted one and it was like oh i'm i'm ren from footloose and i'm this person from tremors and he posted balto i was like oh, I oh my know god
1: that. yeah. that's mind-blowing because i didn't know he was balto but i also didn't know kevin bacon was on tiktok yeah <laughs> so i'm like whoa
0: <laughs> i know it's a place to be right i mean yeah. that's how we met so it's, it is a place to be it is the place yeah. to yeah for real um, so yes, uh, I did not get into this franchise at all when I was younger and even with Spirited Away, which is kind of a lot of people's entry point, I think, I think into the franchise mm-hmm. because arguably it's the first movie to really break into the mainstream Hollywood media yeah. and culture because yeah. it did win best uh, animated feature at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. So I did not get into this, oh man, I, I think I got into like late teens, like wow 17 18 that's when i eventually watched it watch spirit away okay and then i probably didn't watch anything again this is sound crazy to like my late 20s <gasps> isn't that insane
1: wow And even then
0: even until like last two weeks so i i binged all of it I've yeah, watched you every studio ghibli movie but it you know I, i'm older now and i mm-hmm. hadn't seen 70 percent of this so yeah all of this is fairly brand new Leading up to this point, I had seen, like, seven of them. i have seen the big ones, you know, uh, Princess mm-hmm, Mononoke mm-hmm. okay, and House of Me Castle and Spirit Away and Grave of the Fireflies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, took me a while to get into Studio to Ghibli. And, but not out of, like, I don't want to watch it because it's international or it's animated. Simply, mm-hmm. I just never got around to it. I've always been very interested in it. And now... I have like an unhealthy obsession with some of these movies which is just a great (laughs) feeling if I'm being completely honest so yeah I feel that (laughs) two very different experiences from both of us but yeah we've come to the same place and loving it and it means a lot to me it means a lot to you Mm -hmm. goes pretty far back uh, Nausicaä of the Valley of the Winds, the very first one in 1984, technically predates Studio Ghibli. It was not even Studio Ghibli when it was made, mm-hmm. but we're counting it because it's often counted as Studio Ghibli regardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think people, I think it's good to clarify that Studio Ghibli does not equal Miyazaki, which is, I yes. think, sometimes a a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hayao Miyazaki is a probably one of the greatest directors to ever, to ever exist has directed i don't know one two three four five six seven eight nine i have count nine is uh nine ghibli movies i don't know if you have anything different
1: 10 i have 10
0: 10 what am i missing oh no hmm let me count wait again. did i count that oh right? <laughs> i don't think i counted the wind rises let me count one more time oh the wind okay rises, okay ponyo yep uh howl's movie castle spirit mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. princess maranoke mm-hmm. uh porco kiki Tor- totoro mm-hmm. castle nasuka yep that's 10. yes okay, okay 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 so yeah uh hayao miyazaki director of 10 of the 23 ghibli movies obviously very important uh figure in ghibli but i don't want people to assume studio ghibli Oh, it's a Miyazaki movie. A little different, right? A little different, yeah. which I think there's a there's always that disconnect. Uh, mm-hmm. The other big director is probably uh, I don't know how to say the first name. I don't want to butcher it. Do you know how to say it?
1: Oh no! Now I'm like, mm, do I?
0: I know it's the last name. is... The well, last name is Takahata. Yes, so that's the last name. He, all that's probably the second big director of Miyazaki. Yes, uh, I'm sorry. Look, I already fucked it up. Um, the second big director in Studio Ghibli, mm-hmm. and then I guess the next big director is Goro Miyazaki which is yes. Hayao Miyazaki's son we'll get oh. into we'll get into Goro later and yeah. there's a few other directors sprinkled <laughs> in between so yeah just want to put that out there before we get into it I don't want people to just automatically assume it's, it's Hayao um yes okay other than that I, I guess the only other thing to say is we'll give a brief description of some of these movies since you know I think a lot of people have seen Spirit Away or House of the Castle but these movies aren't as well known, and so we'll give a brief description for those who wanna who wanna watch it. Uh, you sound interested in watching it. We'll, well, I guess we'll do our best to keep things spoiler free. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. I think I feel like a lot of Ghibli is just so it's such an experience that it is honestly easy to talk about the films without going like into plot details.
0: Yeah, I, exactly, exactly. And, and a few of these are really worth going in blind. Yeah, and and kind of experiencing that for the first time you know i know you're not the biggest person or i know you i know you like to look up things and i I do also (laughs) kind of do i mean i'll 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 freely admit right now stranger things season four volume two dropped yesterday or thursday (laughs) at midnight and thursday at midnight i went to the last episode and like just looked to see what happened because i didn't really care too much
1: Which I laughed so hard when you texted me that because the first thing I did the next morning was Google <laughs> who all died in Stranger Things season four, volume two, because I was just like, I'm probably not going to watch it if I'm being honest. I just want to know who died.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's my, my I guess that's our toxic trait. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I guess. But I, I mean, we won't get into it, but I have a whole defense of looking things up before you watch it. This so. is
0: true. You're, you're a yeah. little bit more of a, you're worse than I am, I guess. I have
1: so. like psychology- <laughs> studies to back my opinions <laughs>
0: uh, okay. What to do, okay well we won't do a stranger things episode but we'll talk no. more about <laughs> other stuff later um yeah. all right studio ghibli commencing now we're gonna start at the very beginning the genesis with 1984's nausicaa of the valley of the wind directed by hayao Miyazaki. straightforward question clara is this in the hall of fame is this in the top 10
1: for me, yeah. Okay. I why? I love Nausicaä for a lot of the reasons why I like a lot of Miyazaki's work where it's just, like, a really strong female protagonist. And it's not its not just that, like, she's strong-willed or anything. It's, like, she is, like, fighting. Like, she's beating people up, and I love it. Um, and I just... I love how even in this work, which isn't technically Ghibli, like we're seeing so many of the major themes in all of other Miyazaki films Mm -hmm. um, and how it like kind of explores like that tension between like humanity versus the environment and how radical environmentalism is like crucial to ensuring that life prevails in the end. And I just think that's really cool. Um, The other reason why I love Nausicaa, and I've said this on this podcast before, I'm such a big bug Person, I love yeah. bugs <laughs> and Nausicaa is like objectively all about bugs yeah. and I really like big that <laughs> big huge bugs huge they look bugs. like roly polies but they're cooler
0: so I guess this is a perfect segue to kind of describe what the movie's not even about since yes. this is the oldest one and because of that I feel like it gets left off a lot of people's watch lists where like people mm-hmm. tend to like not watch it because visually speaking i think it looks great but like yeah. it does look like it was made in 1984 which isn't yeah. a bad thing but might turn some people off totally and it's just an older one so like naturally people will gravitate towards the newer films mm. uh so as the resident nausicaa expert because i think you're more of a i like nausicaa a lot and i would agree with you it goes in the top 10 so mm. i'm gonna write it down as yeah going in the top 10 and then once we get to the end we can see where it would be placed But you're the more resident expert. How would you briefly describe this to a stranger?
1: So this film focuses primarily around the female protagonist known as Nausicaa. She's the princess of like a really peaceful land that kind of is attempting to exist in a post-apocalyptic world where most of the world is like considered in like impossible to live in, like toxic air and all that kind of jazz and wait 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 wait, wait the pause
0: how come you didn't say in- inhabitable
1: i was scared to say it because i knew i was gonna <laughs> say it wrong <laughs> I, I couldn't even say it right
0: right now so it's fair it's fair i i heard you go in impossible to live and i was like oh i knew it i knew it they can't say it
1: <laughs> this is why i love that we're such good friends because we just we pick up on stuff like that so easily. But yeah, I, I in- it's also that word, but I'm scared. Inhabita-
0: inhabitable. 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 inhabitable.
1: There inhabitable. We go. Okay, okay. It's the world is not inhabitable <laughs> in Nausicaa.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: <laughs> uh, um, and Nausicaa is kind of this like radical figure in that she believes that it is possible to like return to the earth if we prioritize like peace with the giant insects that have kind of taken over the world. Um, so she's trying to, like, push for that while kind of, like, other people are trying to fight to, like, just completely decimate the insects, which would, in a sense, like, destroy the entire ecosystem of the planet. Um, I feel like that explains it no, that's perfect. enough. Okay, good. No, cool. that was, that was <laughs> an
0: excellent description. I mean, <laughs> the Box could not do any better. That was, that was absolutely perfect. Oh God, I think amazing. that this movie reminds me a lot, and I think the environment... The idea of the environment and protecting the environment and humans destroying the environment, Mm -hmm. fairly popular in a lot of Studio Ghibli movies, especially uh, Miyazaki's movies. Yes. Um, yeah. This one reminds me a lot of Mononoke. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: so I think if people like Mononoke but haven't seen Nausicaa, they should definitely watch this one. Yes. Because it has that same vibes, you know, a a very strong female trying to protect the environment from... These terrible people from destroying mm-hmm. it. Yes, love Nasuka. Good yeah. choice or good choice. I mean, you didn't choose it. We're just discussing it. <laughs> uh, I, I have to get out of this like cadence of us choosing top fives. I'm so used to us choosing top fives. I know we have, fives.
1: we have to change all our language on the spot. <laughs> I know,
0: I know, I know. So if I'm stumbling with my words, because this is a little bit new to us as well. So yeah. All right, let's move on. So I've written down Nasuka as putting okay. in the Hall of Fame. The next movie on the list in 1986. Is also a Miyazaki movie, and it's Castle in the Sky. Yes. Yes or no? In the yeah. in the top ten? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, but it's been tough. But see, the end.
1: this is one of the ones I thought you were talking about when you kind of said like we have a couple of differences in mm-hmm. terms of like what we really love out of Ghibli. Because this might I, be one of them. Oh, I'm a diehard Castle in the Sky type of person. I <laughs> I love Castle in the Sky so much. <laughs>
0: i i I like it too i do like it i i don't want anybody to be misconstrued thinking i don't like it yeah i don't think i love i definitely don't love it as much as you and a lot of people um you Mm. know a lot of people Mm -hmm. really love castle in the sky so here's my my only not gripe it's hardly a gripe it's hardly like a big really issue for me Mm -hmm. but i liked uh lapida the Mm -hmm. the fake or the the city the castle in the sky the city in the sky or whatever i just wish we got more of lapida that is all i wish we dove more into their history more of that lore because Mm -hmm. we don't spend so too enough time there for for me uh we spend so much time getting there and talking about it that once we arrive there i'm like this is a great place i want to know so much more about lapida And then uh, we don't, and that's okay. And obviously, a lot of people don't mind that. That's my only reason why I don't. Not super high on this movie. Uh, Yeah. Why do you love it though?
1: I I mean, this is one of the. This was the second one I ever saw of Ghibli, so I definitely think there's a lot of nostalgia tied into it. I love the robots in Castle in the Sky. The robots. Every time I see those robots on screen, I cry. It's, like, really bad. (laughs) I get, like, so emotional about the (laughs) robots in this movie because they're just so nice. So I'm just like, oh, my God. Um, I have seen this movie in theaters now, which I think also has really elevated it Um, for the past, like, couple years regal has been doing or maybe it's fandango it's fandango i'm taking that back it's not just regal yes um, fandango, fandango yes fandango has been doing um those uh, what are they called like the fathom events or whatever where yeah where they, well, they show yeah. like random
0: operas and like, yeah oh, oh my
1: god yeah What the
0: met opera perform which,
1: who's doing that i don't know but i, I mean, power to them if know. they are going um i really but... want
0: to buy a ticket just to find out who is there
1: <laughs> honestly same um uh, but
0: my desire
1: (laughs) i would be really interested in seeing that as well i understand um they have been doing like ghibli like marathons for the past couple years they're doing it again this year actually um where they bring in studio ghibli films honestly if we're being honest it's mostly just miyazaki works yeah um, yes which isn't like a terrible actually i think this year they are doing I don't know if they did it yet or not, but I'm pretty sure they were bringing only yesterday in this year.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, I think so. I I haven't been going this year, so I don't remember the lineup. But I'm pretty sure. I know for sure they do Kiki. Yes, and Spirit Away,
0: Spirit Away, Mononoke,
1: Ponyo. They did in Ponyo. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't know, and Howls for sure. Yes, yeah, all the big Miyazaki ones uh only yesterday's interesting choice we'll get to that one soon too
1: yes we will oh my god ah uh but yeah i love i yeah so there's a lot of just like personal enjoyment coming from castle in the sky in terms of like my own like watch history with it um i also find it really compelling how this film is also exploring like the idea of like environmentalism like the whole surprise which I know, like, whoa, what a surprise! But it's, it's in a, in a way, it's it feels a lot more subtle than something like *Nausicaa* or *Princess Mononoke*, because I would say the people fighting to preserve nature are mostly like gone from this film. We're almost watching like the aftermath of that scenario where people have kind of moved on from the idea of living within nature. Um. And so it's really interesting seeing the characters kind of fight for that idea in a world that has just moved entirely past it. Um, And I really like that side of things as well. I also just, I think Shida and Patsu are so cute. They're like adorable characters and I love the way they kind of like interact with one another. I think the characters in this movie are so much fun. Like they're so like bubbly and like eye-catching.
0: Yeah, I, I love all the characters, and I'm gonna agree with you. It probably belongs in the Hall of Fame, so I've ha, ha, ha. I've, I've tabled it for the maybe, but fair, it's like the high maybe. Like, okay, it's probably gonna end up in the top ten, and I'm that's okay fine with me. That. I don't, like, I, I, I have no real qualms against it. Yeah, um, I like Castle in the Sky a lot. Uh, regardless of my desire to know more of the city of lapida Mm -hmm. um i do also like the stone robot golem things yes Um, you know what i I didn't mention this in the beginning but -hmm. i want to mention it now because i typically and i think you're the same way we watch film international film in the language Mm. that they are created yes but for studio ghibli there is a really strange phenomenon maybe it's not a phenomenon but anomaly maybe the better term Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where this the dub is are actually really good
1: like the dubs are so good
0: (laughs) The dubs are for all of these movies are really really fantastic they have done a good job getting fantastic actors and we're talking like oscar winning actors mm-hmm. like famous actors to be in these movies so in castle in the sky mark hamill is the villain and it's perfect like yes i mean it reminds me of the joker a little bit but that's natural but <laughs> it's it's perfect he's so like mischievous and devious that it works really well in mm-hmm. this movie so that's that's the one part that always sticks out to me about castle in the sky but mm. uh, all of the all of the studio movies have great dubs if i'm being honest so yeah. Uh, I like Castle in the Sky. I think it's a good Me choice too. to put in the Hall of Fame. Like I said, once we get to the end, if if we're at like twelve, it's probably gonna get in the ten no matter what. But uh, mm-hmm. I put it in the maybe for now.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I'm okay with that. I'll accept it.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Okay. 1988. Okay. Changing up a little bit. Grave yeah. of the Fireflies. The first non Hayao Miyazaki movie. This is a yes. Takahata movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh. notoriously known as the movie that will crush your spirits and soul i guess a quick description a oh man how do i how do i say this without giving it too much away um
1: um i guess you would say
0: a teenage boy and his young sister are living in japan during the end days of world war ii Mm -hmm. that's the best way to
1: put it Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it, and I guess also just to say, like, if you're not like a history buff, uh, the end months of World War II were historically like really, really bad in Japan.
0: Yes, Um, yes.
1: And I feel like that's a good little like vague precursor as well. Is this was not like happy end of war times in in any means. (laughs) Correct.
0: It is very different than. The Wind Rises, which is mm. also takes place, but at the beginning of World War II. Yes. And a much kind of different depiction of Japan's current state at that time. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a really good point you make. It is not a good time in Japan towards the end days. And you mm-hmm. can, if you know your history, you, you know what happens. Yes. Notoriously known as the movie that will crush your spirits, crush your soul. Yeah. I crush mine. I mean, I'll yeah. be honest. It,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's
0: a movie that I remember... Someone telling me to watch, and I watched I watched it alone at night on my computer. I just turned it on, watched it, and like it was like 1 a.m. and I was sobbing. Sobbing. Mm-hmm. What is your experience with Gray of the Fireflies?
1: Um, yeah, I feel like it's very similar to that where <laughs> like I knew what to expect going in. I knew when I put it on it was going to be like soul crushing because you look up it, literally if you just google like saddest movies of all time i'm pretty sure this is one of the ones that always comes up oh it like, does it it's is just sure. universally known that this is a very emotional watch um yeah. so i was prepared but i also was not prepared <laughs> 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 um i yeah i remember bawling cuz it's just a lot to take in um and you know it's it's different than a lot of other ghibli works where even a lot of ghibli's works that are like more reality based there's always those elements of like fantasy playing out and i feel like with grave of the fireflies we don't really get that as much like this is like solely like we're watching like a reenactment of what happened to people and it's so grim and bleak yeah um and it's just really heavy, which is good. I think that makes it really effective. Um, but it's just a lot. <laughs> it's a lot.
0: It is a lot. And I think you said it perfectly. I would say 99% of these movies are rooted or have a lot of fantastical elements to it in yeah. terms of the world or the characters or the even the creatures. Mm-hmm. There's something going on that's like fantasy based. And uh, no, not Gryffy the Fireflies. It is solely you you could i not i'm not saying they should ever do this but this could be like a live action movie like it would just yeah. be it would translate to a live action movie very well because there's nothing about it that is like of any fantasy nature mm-hmm. um, I would never want to see that happen because we don't need that into it would be devastatingly sad right. uh, even the wind rises which is another one that's really rooted in reality there's a mm-hmm. lot of dream sequences in that movie yeah where yeah the main character is in a dream talking to his idol so like Mm -hmm. it's that even has elements of fantasy in it um so anyways the question of of the the hour clara Mm
1: -hmm.
0: in the hall of fame or not
1: for me i wouldn't put it in the hall of fame oh
0: you're crazy i'm putting i'm gonna say i'm gonna say yes
1: yeah i'm okay (laughs) i understand i'm just in the minority where like honest this is i think you've talked about this too this is like a movie that like i honestly don't really want to ever re-watch ever yes, again
0: yes yes
1: and so i feel really i have a really hard time like i don't know the right word for it because like i will gladly say this is a great movie and like everyone should watch it at least once but i also feel weird like hyping it up too much almost because i'm just like i i I, like, rated it highly, and I appreciate everything it's going for, and I obviously felt a lot of feelings, but, like, I didn't like watching this movie. Like, it made me feel so sad. And I'm just like, ugh.
0: I I mean, I've said it, yeah, you're right. I've said it in several videos of mine where I've pointed (laughs) out, uh, yeah, I love this movie, but I'm not going to watch it again. And even when I ranked my own Ghibli movies, it's not even top five. and That's mainly because it lacks rewatchability. watchability. Like, I I don't want to turn it on ever because... I have no desire to feel that crushed again. Exactly. So I'm gonna put it in the maybe. <laughs> I
1: I mean we I, yeah that's fine. But also I think it's also fair to put it in top ten. Yeah. Um. I'm just in. I'm inserting my personal biases. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's fine. That's fine. So we're, it's in the maybe for now. Okay. But okay. Likely we'll get in there at the end. Um, cool. Complete shift in tone. Same year, 1988. Mm-hmm. Miyazaki again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: my neighbor Totoro. Is that how you say it, Totoro?
1: Yeah, I say Totoro.
0: Yeah, Totoro. Okay, okay. Very different, tonally.
1: Yeah, so than different. for the
0: fireflies, <laughs> I would say, I would argue <laughs> that this is the most wholesome Studio Ghibli movie out of any Studio Ghibli movie. Ooh. It is, it is pure happiness in my eyes. Um, mm. I've been thinking a lot about wholesome characters because I saw Marcel Lachelle with Shoes on. And Marcel Aww, yeah. is one of the cutest beings in film ever. Yes. And so I was thinking, like, oh, what else? who else is there? It's like Paddington's up there. Mm-hmm. And then I thought of this movie because uh, it just has... Because of Totoro. Totoro has such good vibes. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'll do the plot description. Yeah, I do I it. I guess it's two sisters have to move to the countryside with their dad because their mom is very ill. Mm-hmm. And they encounter spirits of the forest and then the little sister uh i think she either gets lost or runs away i can't Mm -hmm. remember which one and then then the older sister enlists the help of the forest spirits to find her and bring her back home fairly straightforward but even like that description which sounds like oh it's so sad she runs away or gets lost it's it's like at no point is she in like any real peril Mm -hmm. um the audience is very aware that she's perfectly fine
1: Right. right so
0: it's like not like a really scary situation so yeah in the top 10 in the hall of fame
1: Ooh, honestly not for me
0: whoa
1: holy shit! oh this is in your top
0: i think it has to be
1: <gasps>
0: i think it has to be i this think is it's so surprising i think it's too iconic for it not to be mm. i mean this is literally like studio ghibli's logo
1: logo yeah that makes sense that's super fair
0: yeah i just think that it's a movie that so many people look to and think of and not just not me at all because i didn't grow up with it but there's Mm -hmm. just so many people who are like i used to watch this as a kid constantly yeah it brings so many people so much comfort Mm -hmm. that i just think it. there's no possible way it's not in the top 10 uh why would you why would it not be in the hall of fame for you like is there something that's holding it back
1: i think the thing is just uh, this is one of the few that i didn't see until like late high school early college So it took me a really long time to get to this one, and by then I'd seen virtually every other Miyazaki film, at least. And it is so good, and it's so comforting and endearing and, like, wholesome. But I think I just love the way most of the other films in Miyazaki's filmography are, like, wholesome to an extent, but also offer these really, like, high stakes. And I think I missed that in Totoro, because like you said like the like the girls are never really in any kind of peril which is nice it's nice not to like watch them suffer but <laughs> it just keeps it from being like a a like a higher rating for me for some okay. reason but i do right. i do really appreciate what it's doing it's very endearing and like it's, you know, it's our first encounter with, like, the soup sh- the sprites from Spirited Away. And so, like, yeah, I think that's yeah. cool that we see a lot of the little characters in this, like, kind of reappear in later films.
0: Yeah, okay. All right, well, I'm going to throw in the maybes for now. Okay, so okay. far, the only one that we have for sure is Nausicaa.
1: <laughs> Which I think is just so funny because the whole reason why we're doing this format is because we're, like, we're just going to agree too much. Like we gotta... <laughs> <laughs> But now we're, like...
0: Well, we've agreed on Greer the Fireflies. We just that's both true, agree that it's just too sad.
1: So. Yes, that's true. I think that's this true.
0: next one okay. we're, we're going to agree on, though. Okay. yeah. And that's 1989's Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah. Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I at first was thinking no. And then I really? was thinking that it was a stupid idea. And I <laughs> thought, and I should never think that again. Yeah. Um, I really like um, Kiki's Delivery Service. Uh, yeah. How would you give, give it a plot description for people listening?
1: So Kiki's Delivery Service is about a young girl named Kiki who is a witch. Um, And part of that tradition of being a witch is that on, when she's 13, she has to essentially move away from home and live in a different town and kind of like hone her specific like magical talents in some way that like benefits a community Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is such an interesting way to explore witchcraft to begin with because usually we see witches like really isolated from community it's like they're cast away because like you know a lot of people associate witchcraft with like the devil and kind of that like darker energy Mm -hmm. Um, so I love that this is exploring witchcraft in such like a positive like community building way yeah Um, but yeah so the film is basically just about Kiki kind of getting on her own feet and learning what it is to, like, exist in a new world and kind of, like, finding her own community while also benefiting those around her. Um, And I love it. It's so great. It's such a good movie. Oh, my God. I love this movie. This is actually the perfect... I'm glad these are going back to back, actually, because I feel like Kiki's is the perfect example of why I don't love Totoro more. Because Mm. Kiki's Kiki's, for the most part, is a very, like low stakes kind of like you're just following along with this girl through like a summer essentially kind of thing um but the ending gives you some of that higher stakes feeling in a way that works really really well without going into spoilers obviously um yeah yeah I but agree. so i don't know and i think that's like the plot flow of kiki's and my neighbor Totoro are very similar in that like they do kind of rev up to this moment that is like very defining for the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but i just feel like the payoff of kiki's is better and i do think maybe that's because kiki is older and is clearly like on a journey of self-discovery to begin with whereas like the sisters in totoro are a lot more about like their mom's well-being at the moment exactly exactly mm-hmm. okay
0: I, I i completely agree we both put it in the the hall of fame kiki's yeah. in the hall of fame joining nostica as the only two that have been confirmed for now. Confirmed
1: yes, for now. okay, okay.
0: Movie 91, Only Yesterday, which is another Takahata movie. Mhm. Uh so this is one where I mean, I think a lot of people may not have seen this one. Yeah. Or I think we're finally out of the territory of like the super iconic Ghibli movies, w- while still very good. Only Yesterday is probably not as iconic as Kiki or Nasica or Totoro.
1: Mhm.
0: Gosh, how do you explain this one? Uh basically <laughs> a 20 something year old woman is going to the countryside for a vacation.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: as she travels to the countryside on this vacation, she's having just, she's on the train just having flashbacks of her childhood, just reliving moments of her childhood. And then at, when she gets to the countryside, she, I don't know, realizes how much she loves it there. Mm-hmm. And. That's basically it without giving away what happens. I don't know. Am I missing something?
1: No, I think that sums it up really well. I think... think Very low
0: stakes movie. No no, no big perils in this one.
1: Yeah. I feel like the perfect way to describe this movie almost is to say that this is like the embodiment of what people mean when they say like, listen to your inner child.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is is really cool.
0: I really liked Only Yesterday. And the only part I didn't like about Only Yesterday... (gasps) It's, it's a lie. I like the ending a lot. I do. <laughs> yeah. But like parts of me also wishes that uh, I don't want to spoil it. So I won't. Okay. I won't spoil it. But okay. Okay. I like the ending, but I also wish it would happen a different way. Is basically okay. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I liked that in this movie, I think it's important to point out this 20 something old woman is unmarried, not dating anybody, mm-hmm. uh, professional, you know, has a job, a good job. And the movie makes it very clear that's weird. Like or like mm. that's what people mm-hmm. look at her like that's odd. Like you should be married. You should have right. a family by now. Mm-hmm. You should be taking care of that family. Like that should be your role. And I love that it really f- takes a or criticizes like that role. Like she doesn't need yeah. that to be happy. And there was a really great review on Letterboxd, and I I don't remember who wrote it. It might be like Ooh. the top one. But this person talked about how like There are moments in life, like all of us, where sometimes we'll just be sitting down doing something and all of a sudden you think of a moment from your childhood and you just relive that moment. And this movie does a really good job translating it to screen where she is on the train and she just thinks of a random moment from her childhood and she relives that moment in her brain and kind of like looks back on it either with like disgust or with uh, with fondness and I think it depicts that really, really well in this movie. Yeah. I, I like this movie a lot. It was this is one of the ones that really surprised me. I really, really mm-hmm. like this one. Uh, I don't know how you felt about only yesterday.
1: I really liked it as well. I find it such a compelling story and like you've kind of touched on like it is exploring that idea of like the single woman in a society that is so heavily about women just being a mother, um, and a wife. And so, yeah, it just it's obviously that that's a like a conversation that I'm always very pro. Let's talk about this and <laughs> and dismantle the patriarchy a little more. Um so, I really enjoyed this one. It's it's definitely quieter. But I very find quiet, yeah. I find that with a lot of Takahata's work His work is a lot on the quieter side Whereas Miyazaki in some ways is a lot more like that Very big and almost not flashy feels like the wrong word But it is kind of that like flashiness of like Let's marvel at like the fantasy yes, of what's yeah. going on Whereas like Marvel's a good word Thank you And whereas like Takahata is much more like Let's marvel at like the beauty of like our day-to-day reality And yes, I really like that yeah. And I yeah, feel like yeah. that really shines through in only yesterday, which is really exciting. Um, yeah, this was one I was surprised about too. I went in a little like this will probably be fine like I kind I definitely went in with I would like it's not as bad as like going in and saying like I'm gonna hate this movie, but I definitely like would describe <laughs> it as like me going in with like a little bit of bad faith of like no one ever talks about this so it's probably not that good. Yeah, but I came out of I, it really um, liking it and I like, do the same thing yeah right and that's a bummer because it is really great and i do think this is a great example of a ghibli film getting shoved aside for the pure reason that it's not miyazaki which is just like come on y'all like (laughs) we come on please (laughs) also i mean it's
0: also sandwiched between two miyazaki movies yes kiki's delivery service and porco rosso which we'll talk about in just a second yes Um, two movies that are obviously much more popular so it does get Either push the side, or if people go into it, they go into it with very low expectations because it's not a Miyazaki, and it's like you said, a very slice of life type of movie where we're just following this this girl's journey and uh her memories, yeah, that being said, all those things that I like about it, and it's you know discussion of I guess you can say gender roles or the role of the woman and family mm-hmm. in, in that time in Japan, is why I don't like the ending. Mm, Um, yeah i feel that you can probably if you haven't seen it i guess what happens Mm -hmm. um i just felt like it like was counter to everything that they have been like building up in the movie and then all of a sudden kind of just like oh just kidding yeah she she is gonna fall into that stereotype and like that's that's fine i just like yeah felt like what will happen to all the stuff in the beginning
1: yeah it Um, does like cloud the message quite a bit yeah
0: so Mm. anyways i still really liked it not hall of fame though
1: no not for me as well although it is pretty close but it's yeah. not it's yeah. not hall of fame for me
0: i think it's important to, to mention that if it's not making hall of fame we're not saying it's bad not no. yet yeah there, there will be yeah there at are least some. one <laughs> at least one we'll say is is really bad uh or yeah. uh, will probably two uh but one for sure yeah so this is just not in the Hall of Fame, but still worth your time and still worth watching.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree.
0: So on that note, 92 is Porco Rosso, the Miyazaki mm-hmm. movie that I mentioned earlier. A movie about a pig who's also a fighter pilot.
1: Yeah.
0: During, is it during World War II in Italy?
1: Um, I'm looking at the, I think it's actually World War I.
0: Okay, okay, okay. World War I, yeah. definitely in Italy though. Uh, Miyazaki, not so subtle with his themes sometimes, but that's not a bad thing. (laughs) I I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think he's very upfront to what he's trying to criticize. And Porco Rosso is uh, another scathing critique on the effects of war Mm -hmm. and the war on not only people who are involved in war, but the people who live in the countries at war. Mm -hmm. I will fully admit, I did not watch Porco Rosso for so long because I saw this pig in a fighter plane and i was like this looks like it's gonna be fun i'll watch it one day and uh (laughs) then i watched it and i loved it i really really enjoyed it it was strangely really fun to me Uh, i don't think it's in my hall of fame but i'm curious to know what you think
1: Well, it's so funny you say that. I think I even put it in my letterbox review as well, where I didn't watch this for a really long time as well because of the poster of being just like a pig in a plane. (laughs) But mine was where you were kind of like, this will be fun. I'll watch it someday. Mine was a lot more like, why would I watch this? Like, (laughs) so I just kind of like put it off for a really long time. And then last year is when I did my really big, like, I really want to finish Ghibli's filmography like I'm gonna watch everything I can which I technically I finished yesterday so I didn't actually finish it when I did this marathon but last year I watched like 10 or so
0: Uh um
1: and this was I think the first one I watched actually in that and I was so pleasantly surprised by how much I loved it like Porco Rosso is honestly really good I really liked it
0: yeah I think a lot of people feel the same way or at least have the same feelings as us Mm -hmm. that. They just look at the cover and I'm like, ah, I'll just watch something else. But it's it's strangely really really good, and I think a lot of people just need to give it a chance. Um, is it in the Hall of Fame for you?
1: No, but it's one that I flip flopped with another one like six times last night as I was ranking everything. Finally, and interesting. I was really torn. It's like it's eleven for me, so okay. it's like I really was thinking about putting it in, but then I ended up swapping eleven. it out.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm okay 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 so it, it's not in the hall of fame for either of us so we're mm-hmm. not gonna put it in the hall of fame okay okay but we do like it a lot and we yes. do think people need to give it a shot so that yes. is that is our ending conclusion on porco rosso
1: yes Uh oh, good movie watch it
0: <laughs> agreed 1993's ocean waves i did not like this movie i'll be honest <gasps> i just did not care for the story Mm -hmm. or the characters i found the characters kind of unlikable i didn't really like anybody in the movie i don't know i could not get into ocean waves what are your thoughts on ocean waves um
1: i feel really in the middle about ocean waves like this is a good example of the rare ghibli movie where i look at it and i'm just like meh I don't really
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really of,
1: think about it.
0: <laughs> I don't think about it. When I watched it, it's like one of the shortest Ghibli movies and yeah. I, I found it to be one of the harder ones to get through. And just nothing mm. about it captured my attention to the point where I was I was very into this. I guess how do we describe this? A love triangle? That's that's it. I don't know how yeah. how else, how else do you describe this?
1: It's yeah, I think that's the right way to describe it. It is it is kind of like only yesterday where it's kind of that idea of like adults like reflecting on their adolescence. Oh, because the whole thing is
0: a flashback. That's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, so it is kind of like only yesterday where we're kind of getting this like return to youth and like kind of questioning like how did I end up where I did in adulthood and like did I really like end up where I want to be and that kind of thing. Um but i don't love how it's handled as much in ocean waves uh it's this does very much in a lot of ways feel kind of like a manic pant. let me start over <laughs> this very much feels like a manic pant. what is the word now why am i blanking on manic manic manic, manic pixie dream girl manic that's what pixie i'm trying to keep girl. that in because that's embarrassing and i need to be held accountable <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus. I was like I was trying to I was trying to say manic panic, which is the hair brand I used to use when I would dye my hair like blue. Oh, so that's that's it, not what it, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Ocean Waves has like manic pixie dream girl energy all yes, over it. Yes, it does. It yeah, does. Which definitely taints it a little bit, but I also said in my review of Ocean Waves that I think one of its greatest downfalls is the fact that it's a Ghibli movie. I think... Interesting. I think that connotation adds a lot of, like, critical... Expectation? Like, yes. Yeah. And this is a film animated by, like, the younger staff of Ghibli. Like, it was their opportunity to kind of do their own project for once. Um. So I love that idea behind it. But I think... Because of that, it's not it getting shows. a lot of, it shows, it's not getting the refinement of a, a Miyazaki or a Takahata or any of the other like more renowned directors associated with Ghibli. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I feel like in a lot of ways this does land a lot poorer than it might have if it wasn't a Ghibli film.
0: Fair, fair. Yeah. Okay. Well said. Better than yeah. what I was going to say because I was going to say <laughs> it's boring, the characters are bland. And it's not even like pretty to look at. Like I just, I found nothing about it that I could really attach to. So oh yeah, my not my, not my so favorite. Funny. Not in the Hall of Fame for us, right?
1: No, yeah. Not okay. for me.
0: All right. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Going to another one that I'm sure is not in the Hall of Fame for either oh my of God, us. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> that
0: I know I liked more than you, but not by really yeah. much. This 1994 is Pompoko
1: yeah. by Takahata.
0: Uh, <laughs> another environment ghibli movie surprise yes. surprise this one follows raccoons mm-hmm. as uh talking magical raccoons yeah there's a, there's a japanese word for it that i i did not write down for these talking magical raccoons but they're raccoons yes and basically their environment their their world is being destroyed by human construction and human development and progress mm-hmm. and they just want to live in, a, in, a, in their, their homes that's all they want so they yeah. use their magical powers to try to scare off humans and try to get them to go away and it just doesn't work so that is the basic premise of it but this film is more notorious for one other thing and that is and i'll just be straight up with everybody yeah, just... it is notorious for raccoon balls and and yeah that is exactly what it sounds like i'm not like not a bouncy ball we're talking like anatomical balls. They are, they are everywhere. They are drawn onto the raccoons, and they do not hide them ever. No, they are like they're out and about for the. They full, are swinging. There. They are
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> for the full 119 minute runtime. Yeah. They are there, and yeah. you know, what? I I looked this up. It's actually a very a prominent feature for these creatures like hmm. in like, I'm going to look up the word what they're called. They are called tanuki, tanuki. Yes. That's what yes, they're Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Okay, yeah.
0: So they I guess in Japanese culture the tanuki have those features, the pro- they're very prominent features mm-hmm. in all of their cultural history, I guess. And so that's why they're heavily featured in Pompoko.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which did we need that? I don't think so. But I it's don't there.
1: Know.
0: It's there. It's a little distracting, I'll admit. Uh, yeah, but once you get used to them, which is a weird thing to say, <laughs> I, I kind of in, I enjoyed no. like the hijinks. I enjoyed mm. the the chemistry between all the raccoons. I enjoyed watching them try to scare off humans because the big thing about the movie is that the raccoons can shape shift mm-hmm. and they can shape shift into essentially anything. After a lot of practice, they can shape shift to anything. And probably the most iconic scene in the movie is when they do this like big parade essentially uh, transforming into these like ghosts and demons and things to scare off the humans but the humans just think it's a parade the whole time so they're not scared (laughs) (laughs) and like it's like a long 20 minute sequence it's a lot of fun and i really enjoyed that part of the movie and like i said I i like the environmental aspect to it again not subtle at all very straightforward like humans get your shit together because you're destroying the world of many people mm-hmm. so I, I i had fun with it it was funny and enjoyable but i get the hesitance to not really like it what are your yeah. thoughts i know you didn't like it as much as i did
1: i okay the, here's my thing with pom poco i think that my view of this film is tainted by the fact that i grew up in like western society
0: fair fair
1: because like you said like this is based off of like a creature that has very specific like cultural significance in japan and i can like understand that from an outside perspective but i also feel like it makes it really hard for me to like embrace it unfortunately because like we grew up in western society where like we see a lot of like women's breasts but like male anatomy is like non-existent most of the time in film culture except for right now we're having like a, a dick renaissance which is we cool, are i guess
0: we are having a dick renaissance it's we are which is
1: nice but i think yeah. that makes it really i hate using the word distracting but it is distracting for me it because is. it's just it, it is which is just such a bummer and def, this is definitely one of the ghibli films that i want to like revisit and just be like a get over yourself to myself like i want to like, <laughs> like like you're being ridiculous like that's so obnoxious um so
0: i think people assume we're like joking too or like we're being dramatic but i'm so serious like no, turn the movie yeah. on you'll be like oh shit like yeah. they are there's never a point like if you see a raccoon you're seeing you're seeing the raccoon balls with it yeah like it's, it's not they're not hiding it uh, and that's a good Which, point though yeah because i think it is very different for for western culture to see that it is can be a little bit jarring
1: mm-hmm.
0: but like i said i i got used to it i you know yeah once you get used to it i think the story is fairly fun and mm-hmm. uh i really like the the english dub on this one too it's a pretty good english dub i think
1: yeah uh, this was a good dub actually I who didn't is like
0: that. the the guy clarence tom Clancy not tom clancy that's the author <laughs> it's um, some guy who's in stuff that you, you'll, oh, you'll it's remember. one of those movies that you'll hear the voices like oh i know those voices and then you look yeah. them up and like oh it's that guy it's that guy it's that girl yep 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 um so i like i like pom not in the hall of fame though let's just mm-hmm. be honest not, yeah, not in the hall of fame no so okay moving on i'm so excited to talk about this right now i know <laughs> like you like, are i'm really it.
1: excited for you <laughs>
0: 1995's whisper of the heart the first miyazaki oh sorry god i keep saying see this this is why this is an issue
1: i know right Uh,
0: (laughs) the second movie not by takahata or miyazaki uh ocean waves was directed by tomomi mochizuki hope i didn't butcher that and then whisper of the heart is directed by yoshifumi kondo Mm -hmm. so not a takahata or miyazaki movie Okay, Whisper of the Heart. How do I say this? Um,
1: I'm excited for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Clara knows this because I text Clara every day and talk to them. But... Yeah. (laughs) Out of all the Ghibli movies I've binged over the last two and a half weeks, no movie has affected me more than Whisper of the Heart. Mm -hmm. No movie has surprised me more than Whisper of the Heart. Mm -hmm. And arguably, there's not a single movie here that I've loved more than Whisper of the Heart over the last two and a half weeks. I fell absolutely head over heels for this movie like it just it makes me so emotional I, or I can get emotional just talking about it oh. um it is I think truly a special movie and if I were to really pick like an underrated Ghibli movie this would be my choice because mm-hmm. it's not a Miyazaki it's not a Takahata but it is as good as some of these other movies a very straightforward story it is more reality-rooted, but there is a lot of sequencing of, of of the main character kind of having these daydreams. Mm-hmm. It's basically about a girl named Shizuku who living her life, trying to figure out what the hell she wants to do. And uh, she meets a boy, and that boy happens to know exactly what he wants to do, mm-hmm. which kind of gives her more of this existential crisis. And it's just kind of about her figuring out what the hell she wants to do with life. You know, she has these these sisters and wait shit am i saying the wrong movie no she does have a sister yeah she does yeah, yeah. Sister. yeah yeah yeah. I, I get sometimes i get a whisper of the heart's family dynamics confused with um only yesterday's family dynamics because mm. that one also a lot of sisters involved Yep, in yep, that yep, one. yep, yep, but anyways it's a very simple story and eventually she decides i'm just gonna i'm gonna write a book that's that's my goal that's what i want to do i want to write a book and so she writes this book when that strangely features a character that gets a spin-off, which is maybe mm-hmm. like the only like spin-off Ghibli movie. I'm not even sure about Yeah. <laughs> uh we'll get to that one later. So anyways, Whisper of the Heart, I loved it. I, I loved every second of this movie. It is it is to me like i I can't really articulate more than as somebody I think many people go through a point in their life where they just they have no idea what they're doing. And they don't know what to do. And mm-hmm. like Somehow when you're in that point in your life, it feels like you're always talking or meeting people who know exactly what they want to do Mm -hmm. or are doing exactly what they want to do. And they're on this path towards uh, success or career. And it just like further digs you into this hole of existential crisis where you're like, I am I the only person on this planet who has no idea what to do with their life? And I think that's such a relatable feeling for anybody at any point in their life. And the way it's depicted in this movie just, I don't know, broke me. And yeah. it's not like overtly sad either. It's not like she like has to be counsel or anything like that. She she, she figures it out. And it's also a, a really, I'm a sucker for romances and love stories. Mm. And this one is like, I, this is one of my favorite like uh, romances in Ghibli. Uh, mm, Shizuku yeah. and Seiji's kind of love for each other. They're like, I hate, there's a moment where he's like, hey, do you think we can get married one day? And I'm like, oh, yes, say yes. <laughs> they're so young. They're like trying to figure it out. But it's such like a young love. And it's it's so uh, endearing yeah. to watch. Ah, I love this movie. I'm just like, it's like one of my favorite things of all time, if I'm being honest. What are your thoughts on Whisper of the Heart? You may not love it as much as I do, but that's okay. I want to hear your thoughts on it.
1: I, I also really love it. Definitely not as much as you, but... <laughs> That's okay because I'm fine with taking the back seat for this one and letting you be the champion <laughs> of Whisper of the Heart <laughs> because I feel like you summed up the like the the magic of this film so perfectly. Like this is just like this is a a movie that re- you really get swept up in. Like it's hard not to just be drawn into the characters and like what they're talking about and like how they're feeling. So then you feel like you're a part of what's happening with them and yeah. you like you feel like that joy for them and that like excitement and that like and in those moments of like sadness with them and it's very compelling yeah I really like this one a lot I I like honestly that it is more rooted in reality like I'm glad that they kind of went the route of keeping the fantasy elements more to like f- like noted fiction here mm-hmm. Um, I think that really works in the film's favor because, I don't know, it just, it does make it more relatable. And like you said, like, this is a very easy film to feel, like, relation to in what it's discussing. Yeah. Um, and I really like that. It, it reminds me, honestly, a lot of Kiki's Delivery Service, because I feel yeah, like that film explores that idea of, like, the need for, like, having a passion in your life, but then feeling like you kind of lose that passion and kind of grappling, like, with that feeling of, Oh no! Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this is root- "Whisper of the Heart"s rooted in reality, so it's just it's a lot easier to take that message and really apply it to yourself, which I really like.
0: Yeah, totally fair. Um, totally fair. Yeah, it also has. Uh, it uses "Take Me Home, Country Road yes. as like its theme song. <laughs> yes, which is the most odd thing about it, and maybe like, the most like weird thing about any of these Ghibli movies, because every Studio Ghibli movie has this iconic score attached to it. I mean, I think yes. Spirit Away and Mononoke, ha- House Movie Castle, Ponyo has all this great original music that's mm-hmm. iconic now. And then this movie opens up with, with Take Me Home Country Roads, which is a John Denver song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it like works perfectly and obviously fits with the theme and tone of the movie very, very well. Yeah. Uh, so now I listen to that song like every day and just just cry <laughs> thinking about <Aww>. this movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in a good way in a good
0: way because it, it uh, just makes me very emotional i love that i won't be mad uh-huh. at all because we're, uh-huh. we're friends and and okay we can accept our our differences okay uh, is it in, is it in the hall of fame for you
1: uh first of all great precursor <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's how i know it's not um
1: okay. <laughs> no second of all it is in my hall of fame oh interesting this okay. is the one that i was going back and forth with a lot with porco rosso of which of the two i put in and i ended up picking whisper of the heart
0: so i'm thinking of like what our top tens are looking at at our hall of fame there's only mm. one other the movie that i think will be switched I think, I think
1: i think Ooh, we'll get there in a second well not okay
0: maybe not in a second but we'll get there okay. okay 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 moving from whisper of the heart we went to 1997's princess mononoke
1: yes
0: miyazaki's first film after porco so after about five years since porco he he comes back with princess mononoke Mm -hmm. i mean god what do we say about princess mononoke that hasn't been said i mean it it, it's a movie that i know both of us love dearly and uh it's been in my top four in letterbox for like a year now i don't know what do we say about princess mononoke
1: god uh, yeah i don't know this is but I was telling you before, this is an interesting phenomenon where I feel like this film means so much to both of us, but then in the greater, like, Ghibli sphere, it's not seen as much as I thought it had been. You think so? I think so. I don't know. Interesting. But I don't know, because maybe I'm just going off of, like, all my friends who and my sisters who all really like Ghibli as well, they haven't seen Princess Mononoke for the most part. So I'm like... Hmm, so people are not watching this one for some reason. That's dumb of them. Like, (laughs) what are you guys doing? Um, (laughs) But. What's our our
0: sentence summary on this one?
1: Mm, It's about a prince who is cursed by a demon. And so he has to be uh, sent away from his isolated community. And he essentially goes on a quest to find a way to. Remove the curse set upon him, and in doing so, he stumbles upon, um, essentially a war between a forest and the protectors of that forest, who are mostly like gods and animals and such, and uh, a new town of humans who are hell bent on like destroying the forest for their own Sounds capital. Familiar. Yeah! Wow, what a surprise! Uh, they're <laughs> destroying the forest for capitalist gain, so it's like, great. Um, and he encounters a uh young girl who was raised by wolves and is essentially like the one human fighting to help protect the forest um and they kind of join forces and it's like a all-out battle of
0: yeah. will Perfectly it's said nice oh job.
1: thank you oh, i love that movie so i good. love god it's so good
0: i mean let's just be straight to the point this is a thousand percent in the hall of fame oh yeah there's, there's oh, no way it yeah. can't be no it question. Is that good and beyond it's like thematic elements of the environment and and, and uh, human destruction of that environment mm-hmm. i love visually this movie it looks fantastic mm, yeah uh, but it's also one of my favorites in terms of world building and all of like, the creatures yes. uh, i love the spirit of the forest i love um the like the demon boar mm-hmm. um that gets or the boar that gets possessed by the demon all of it just like so many creatures so many just beautiful elements of nature to it that it's been one of my favorites for years. It's it's so good. I think it's when it comes to like talking about the best of the best of the best, Mm -hmm. it always boils down to this and spirited away for me. There's just no way it's not in the Hall of Fame.
1: No, yeah, it has to be. Um I do have a funny story about Princess Mononoke. What is it? Which is the first time I watched this movie I watched it by accident when I was way too young. Because this oh. is objectively like a very violent and graphic yes. movie. Like people yes. get de- decapitated in this movie. Like it's a lot.
0: <laughs> and like almost immediately too, Like in the first like 10 yes. minutes of the movie, yeah. it's basically the prince chasing down this demon boar and yeah. like shooting arrows. And it's... You know, they like decapitate people.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. And so I watched it when I was in elementary school. And I didn't know it was a Miyazaki movie or a Ghibli movie, actually, because I missed the first like two minutes of it, but I watched it because I was trying to watch my nightly episodes of Naruto on Toonami, <laughs> um, which saying, saying all of that is dating me so hard. Like that tsunami's not a thing anymore. I don't think so. it's I, like... think,
0: I think it's, I think it is. I think <gasps> it's, I don't, well, I'm, I could be wrong. I don't watch.
1: Maybe it's K- like a 4am kind of thing.
0: I think that Toonami is like cool again now, though. Oh because my god! Anime is cool, like, like anime is mainstream cool now. Like, yeah, it's, thank it's god, it's always been cool.
1: Yeah, it but has now been. it's like
0: accepted that it's cool. Yeah,
1: you know? thank god. I'm glad I'm no longer getting judged for liking anime. <laughs>
0: it was the worst. Just like <laughs> that was so annoying. The, the stigma back then was like just awful. But now you could buy anime clothes at like any big outlet, not outlet, yeah. like, any big store. It's like fashion now to where. Mm naruto short uh, shirts and stuff like that yeah very um, true
1: um so yeah so i I was watching it on toonami by accident because i was trying to watch naruto and (laughs) i just remember being so like frozen with horror like i didn't know how to like do anything else but watch this movie but i was so scared by how graphic it was because this was also around the time where my dad let me watch the matrix way too young and that really scared me too so i was already (laughs) traumatized by the matrix and the whole like bug coming out of the belly button thing um oh my god we won't get into it um but
0: (laughs) the mouth disappearing on the oh my god
1: yes just a lot of creepy stuff so i was already like transfixed um and then like i didn't see mononoke again until high school but and and that's because i didn't know what it was called because i had been watching it on cable television and i like wasn't paying enough attention or something or whatever. So I didn't remember what it was called. But I, like, had... I constantly, constantly thought about the boars and, like, being... The boars getting, like, covered in the demonic, like, goo. Worm curse. Yes. Like, it's, like,
0: wormy squirts. Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Yes. And that, like, that visual was just so striking, which ties into what you said of this being just, like, a visually gorgeous film. Like, it's... The way they're portraying everything is, like, so... Different than a lot of other ghibli films and i love that about it so i just oh i love princess mononoke i could i'll stop
0: (laughs) no no i mean i think it's very clear that both of us agree that this is easily hall of fame if for some reason you haven't watched mononoke at this point in life you should pause the podcast and go watch it and then come back
1: please yeah it's
0: a amazing movie so yeah I agree. Okay. Easy easy. Hall of Fame. Princess yep. Modern. Okay. Going to 1999's My Neighbors the Yamadas.
1: Mm-hmm. This
0: was one you just watched really recently. I like... watched
1: it two days ago. Yeah, two yeah. days ago. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And your yeah. thoughts on My Neighbors the Yamadas?
1: It's so charming. It's like, it's really interesting because it's so, again, so different than other Ghibli films. Because it's like an episodic. So yes, like,
0: yes. Arguably... You're not format wise up until this point we've had nothing like it
1: yes Uh, because like you said
0: it is like vignettes
1: exactly yeah and i really like that element of things and i talked about this in my review but it also has like a really simple animation style which i love it which i love and it's it's gorgeous regardless of it being simple but i think the simplicity of it really encourages you to listen to what the characters are saying and like the way they're interacting and that works so well for a film that the whole point of this film is to just like witness like a family dynamic um and i really like that about it like it it had a clear intention and it carried it out in such a way that's very unique but so effective which i think is really cool
0: Wow, there's no, not even point in me talking after that. <laughs> exactly what Clara said is what I want to say. Ah,
1: that's uh, so funny.
0: The art animation, for those wondering, it's more like almost like a comic strip is what it looks like. Mm, like yeah. Like a, what you see in like a comic book or like a newspaper comic book. Exactly. Uh, not comic, newspaper comics. It looks mm-hmm. like that. I will say as well, The original language is good, but the dub is actually also one of my favorites in all the Ghibli movies. Dub Um, is so good. It is very fun. I think the dub, the dad is Jim Belushi. Yes. It's like perfect. It's just like the the comedic timing (laughs) is so on point. Uh, And that's what I really love about uh, this movie as well. It's it's like the the funniest Ghibli movie, I think, that I've watched. It's the one that made me laugh the most. Um, This one and the cat returns made me laugh the most if i'm being honest mm, those two yeah. but this one i think is the most light-hearted and most fun but ultimately like you said it's about like this family and their dynamics and mm-hmm. their their relationship with each other whether that be the father and the uh son their dynamic or the husband and wife dynamic all of it is is really interesting and really fun so i think it's it's better than a lot of people may give it credit this is another one of yeah. them where it's a smaller ghibli lesser known but mm. one i think is 100 worth watching it's it's very good is it in the hall of fame though
1: no not no, for me
0: no it's not yeah it's not mine <laughs> either but again not yeah. saying it's bad and still worth watching 100 percent.
1: yeah i i love the format we're doing because we're like i feel like we're really selling all of these really well <laughs> but then we, we get to the end and we go so is it in the hall of fame and we're just like mm, no,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a testament to how many good ghibli movies there are yeah though. exactly that's what it's really saying i agree uh, okay our last one before we take a break because mm-hmm. this is going to be a two-parter there's 23 yes. of these movies people we can't do yeah, all 23 in an hour and a half sorry I'm guys three hour episode <laughs> no <laughs> as much as i i, I could right um, so the last one which i think is a fitting end to this episode
1: yeah this is good
0: 2001 spirited away Woo! i mean let's be honest here like
1: yeah
0: this is a hall of fame there's not even yeah. a question that this yeah. isn't a hall of fame yeah <laughs> arguably the well not arguably i think definitively this is the most popular and most universally known ghibli movie yes i think so too
1: i would totally agree with that absolutely
0: okay why what about it clara
1: the easy like technical side is just to say like you said at the beginning actually is that this is the movie that was nominated for an oscar it won that oscar it broke into western mainstream Um, where I would say a lot of the other ones we've talked about so far haven't quite done so. Um, Or they have, but only because by now Ghibli is a household name. Um, But I feel like in a lot of ways, Spirited Away is what made Ghibli a household name in the US for Mm -hmm. sure, Mm -hmm. but even in other Western countries. Um, But on like a, why did it, why is it the one that broke through? I don't even know how to put into words like why it's so good. Like, it's just yeah. so good. <laughs> like, it's I... tough. Ugh, it's Because I don't know
0: if there's a definitive reason why. Animation-wise, this feels like a step up in terms of animation. Not mm. now, up is the wrong word because I wouldn't say, like, Princess Monoke okay, still so looks gorgeous and yeah. beautifully animated. hmm but there's almost like a, a refinement to spiritual way. Yes. Away. I think so
1: that's it, the right way to put it for sure.
0: It just looks more refined and more mm-hmm. like it came out in 2001 rather than 1997. That could be a, a a part of it. I mean, in 2001 at this point in animation, we've already received Shrek. Shrek has already mm-hmm. been out, I believe. Um Pixar has already been established, so animation's yeah. making leaps and bounds in terms of visual style. That could be one reason why it's resonated more with American audiences. Also, it's—I was going to say—it's probably the most fantastical in mm. sense of like it introduces so many creatures and worlds mm-hmm. and things like that. It's a coming of age story. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, that's also—I mean—that's not really groundbreaking for Ghibli. I would argue, like right. five <laughs> of them like... that we've talked about are coming of age stories.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so it's hard to pinpoint like why this has resonated with western audiences more than mm. every movie before it but regardless it did and mm-hmm. obviously won the oscar i don't know this movie this movie fucking rules i <laughs> just like yeah. it's, it's it's so good like it's so good every time i watch it and it's like this it's insane yeah that this movie is so good like it's just yeah. easy to watch it's the soundtrack's great i don't know it, it I'm not afraid as when say something's perfect. Like, I don't think this movie has any flaws. Like, it's just, it's no, I
1: agree. Yeah, um. I absolutely agree. This is God. Yeah, it's just, it's so good. It's so good.
0: I haven't met <laughs> somebody who doesn't like Spirit Away,
1: but I, I know hope me never neither.
0: to meet that person.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not like peace and love. Like, everyone's <laughs> entitled to their opinions or whatever, but I have no <laughs> interest in like even talking to uh. someone who doesn't like this movie.
0: Oh man, I it's cannot fine. wait for you to watch Marcel the Shell. To be honest. Oh my god, I'm
1: I'm so excited. <laughs> it
0: was a peace and love joke, and like you know, <gasps> it's really funny. Oh my Anything god, else. I can't wait. You know what? I lied. I said we're going to end on, on spirit Away, but I'm going to mm-hmm. talk about 2002 as The Cat Returns because okay. it's super easy to talk about, and then we yeah. can start off the next episode with the big one.
1: Ooh, okay, yeah, I like that idea.
0: So. Just to recap, Spirit of Ways in the Hall of Fame for those who yep. didn't guess by any, by some chance. <laughs> by us just
1: that. raving in circles.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2002 is The Cat Returns. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned this earlier. It's the first spinoff and I think the only spinoff movie out of any Ghibli movie, I believe. Yeah, I don't see yeah, any other ones. I think um, you're right. The Cat Returns is a spinoff of Whisper of the Heart uh, in which Whisper of the Heart when. The main character writes her book. She writes a book about the Baron, a a very fancy cat who has yeah. great manners and is a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets his own movie and the cat returns. And it's yeah. about, uh, how do you say that? It? It's a a girl finds these cats and then gets taken to the cat kingdom. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you have to marry the prince. She's like, I don't want to marry the prince. And they're like, ah, too bad. And then the Baron saves her or tries to say, I spoiled it. It's not that big of a deal, guys. It's, it's a pretty straightforward movie. <laughs> I didn't mean to spoil it, but it just like, came out. I'm sorry. The, cat, the Baron saves her.
1: Um, it's fine.
0: Probably the most ridiculous, which is weird to say, because like all these movies have like a, a level of uh, ridiculousness to it in terms of it's like worlds and creatures. But this movie was like the one I was like, well, this is so weird that doesn't feel like there's like a big thematic element to this one like there's no big i could be missing it but i don't know is there like a big message here besides a story about a cat and saving a girl
1: um it's about believing in yourself
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not opposed to that
1: okay how do you feel
0: about the cat returns
1: I I like it. I think you are spot on by saying like this and the Yamadas are like the funniest Ghibli movies. Like the Cat Returns is just such like a <laughs> I I feel like the fact that this is the only Ghibli spinoff kind of speaks for itself and that this movie like the Cat Returns is just bonkers like it's (laughs) it's it's goofy as fuck and that's okay yeah that's fine but yeah so it is one that you're watching and you're like i'm having a great time like this is so funny and like silly but it's never like moving in a way that no virtually every other ghibli is
0: it is not it's not and that's like not a bad thing not every movie need not all the ghibli's need to be like tearing your soul apart and making you cry it's a nice one to turn on like have a fun time just to watch it yeah it's it's as low stakes as it can possibly be it's really just like (laughs) it reminds me of a more cliche like disney movie
1: mm. where that is a good comparison yeah
0: yeah you know it's fun to watch there's really not much going on it has good a, another one with great dubs anne hathaway mm-hmm. is the main character and mm-hmm. uh carrie elwis is the the baron so it's, a, it's a really fun oh tim curry's the cat king which oh my works god perfect. very well if you read the Letterbox reviews for cat returns it's basically just everybody's simping over the baron which yeah you know which... I, makes sense he's a handsome little cat little gentleman so <laughs> To each their own. To The cat returns. <laughs> you went, and to be fair, like and Hath- the, the main character is like at one point considers like being a cat and like. Yeah. I, I, herself wants to be with the baron she gets so. swept
1: up in the furry hype. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is a great movie for furries This is, <laughs> it,
0: it is it is
1: yeah this is a good it is a good movie it's a good movie in general i'm not yeah. being mean i really do like this movie
0: <laughs> yeah no, no hey to each their own but uh yeah, yeah it's uh it's it's a fun one i don't i never not recommend this like i'm always like yeah oh watch yeah it. totally it's, it's a good one.
1: Oh, absolutely um,
0: trust us there are worse ghibli movies yeah yeah, mm-hmm. we haven't gotten to them, but they're worse.
1: No, yeah,
0: <laughs> but it's oh. not the Hall of Fame, right?
1: No, not for me. Okay,
0: perfect. Yeah, it's not for me either. Okay, I think this is a good stopping point because oh. after this, we get into another huge Ghibli movie, mm-hmm. and then there's a lot more to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's a, lo- a little bit more of a roller coaster, I think. I think for the first half, we were kind of on a steady incline the whole way up. Yeah, and now we're going to be kind of reaching the top and then going towards the bottom and then yeah
1: yeah it, it, it <laughs> yeah. roller coasters
0: pretty hard um in the middle yeah so we'll stop here cool let me do a quick recap so everybody can know mm-hmm. where we're at Perfect. so in the hall of fame that we have both agreed on and that we know for a fact will be there at the end mm-hmm Although it could change once we get to the end, we might have to make some sacrifices and, and throw some out. But yeah. for now, this is what we have Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, Kiki's Delivery Service, Whisper of the Heart, Princess Mononoke, and Spirit Away. That's five movies we have in the Hall of Fame. There we go. With five roster spots
1: available. Mm-hmm.
0: In the maybe section, where we're like, kind of debating with each other we'll have to concede we'll have to test our friendship and really okay. determine what goes there
1: <laughs> perfect
0: my neighbor totoro mm-hmm. castle in the sky mm-hmm. and grave of the fireflies are the three are like they're there they're on the cusp they might be there we'll have to we we'll figure that out in the no section movies all movies we like by the way well only one yes. i didn't like but um yeah <laughs> porco rosso mm-hmm Ocean Waves, which I wasn't high on, and Clara is like in the middle, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. Um,
0: Only yesterday, great movie. Mm-hmm. My Neighbor the Yamato, great movie, and The Cat mm-hmm. Returns, a fun movie. Yeah, so those are all movies we like but are in the nose. So those yeah. are all the movies we still have, just for people to prepare for the next episode. A little bit of a cliffhanger, but this is it'll be worth it. Yes. Howl's Moving Castle, mm-hmm. Tales from Earthsea, mm-hmm. Ponyo, Arietti, or The Secret world of arrietty not the secret mm-hmm. life of american teenager no <laughs> <The> secret <laughs> world of Ariety. <laughs> uh for those who are listening the the english <coughs> north american title is the secret world of Arieti. in yeah. japan it's known as just arrietty mm-hmm. the joke here is that when you say <laughs> when you say the secret of our western minds think the secret life of an american teenager
1: yeah which, Which is a hit ABC family drama <laughs> with Shailene Woodley being pregnant <laughs> in high school, and she grapples with what to do with the baby.
0: Uh, yeah, that's that's like yeah. the the stranglehold that show has on yeah. our brains. I, wonder, I also though, thought about that.
1: I wonder if we only think because we were t- We were laughing about this last night when we were texting. But I wonder if we we're thinking this because we're older. Like, do you, that's do
0: probably you, it. Do, I do guess current if you're high schoolers
1: know Secret Life of, of an American, American Teenager? Teen? um I hope I don't they know.
0: do. I mean, freeform—it's called freeform now, right? So yeah.
1: Which, come on, what? I don't what know is that when that know.
0: changed. I was like hell bent on trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Like, why <laughs> is this freeform? I need answers now. Yeah, I was this so upset. No sense to me.
1: It's it still doesn't Family. Even,
0: doesn't even feel right. No, it doesn't. Uh, I don't know. Do people know Secret Life of American Teenager? It came out like around the same time as Pretty Little Liars, so that's why that's I think. That's why but I think I've, people do know it. It, it was know. pretty popular too, at least the first couple seasons.
1: That's true. It was. I I just I feel like like Pretty Little Liars and Teen Wolf and all those other like iconic teen dramas of that era have had like a renaissance, and I feel mm. like maybe Secret Life hasn't. It has
0: not, not at all. Yeah,
1: which is honestly fair because at its core, that movie is not the greatest when no. handling uh I, i'd only see a, a couple woman's bodily things. autonomy it's oh my god it's so bad
0: yeah it, i've but, seen clips like embarrassing yeah. clips but it doesn't look very good it's fine
1: but like if glee can have a renaissance secret True. life secret life should have a renaissance too i, think I guess they if should. it happens
0: we'll just clip this audio and say we predicted it
1: okay i'm fine with that yeah okay, let's perfect. do that okay um.
0: <laughs> Anyways,
1: <laughs> anyways, back to our list of stuff we still have to talk about. Yes,
0: House of Castle, Tales from Earthsea, Ponyo, the Arietti, <laughs> from Up on Poppy Hill, which mm-hmm. oh, that's going to be a conversation. Yeah, we'll uh, be. the Wind Rises, mm-hmm. the Tale of the Princess Kaguya, mm-hmm. when Marnie was there, that will be a conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh,
0: Earwig and the Witch.
1: Oh my God
0: that will be a conversation
1: yeah it will be uh
0: and that's it that those are the last ones we have to talk about um because the next miyazaki movie is not even out yet and there's not even a release date on it so but yeah. uh yeah hayao miyazaki was like i need to come back because goro is doing something <laughs> to studio ghibli <laughs>
1: uh, yeah exactly
0: uh, anyways okay oh, i love it until next time till part two uh clara all your information will be in the description of the episode we know who you are so you
1: know who i am i'm they'll here be <laughs> they'll be there um
0: uh, yeah. and then i appreciate everybody following on tiktok and instagram and twitter i appreciate all the dms i get asking for movie recommendations it's kind of a weird dm Aww. to get because i make uh videos on that but uh <laughs> i'll try to respond to the people who asked for that but i appreciate the- to those <laughs> yeah my my response is going to be a studio ghibli movie that's my response there we
1: go that's perfect
0: but until next time clara we'll talk soon and everybody for listening thank you so much and uh we'll see you guys next week